Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. It's time for Ben and Woods. I don't think we played our best. Dodgers. 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 Unfortunately, um, we came short again this year. Dodgers. 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 Ran up against a very good ball club and um, just a little bit too much for us. Dave Roberts leading the boys. We in the postseason here to make some noise. And here's Perdomo. Look at this. Hayward back at the fence. Can't get it. Gone. Fidel <laughs> Marte, if it's fair, and it is. And this ball is way gone. And here's another shot to deep left. Down the line and gone. Three solo homers in the inning. Walker has the home run erased. And then hits the next pitch to the moon. There's your fourth home run. Cancel the parade. That's why you play the games. That's why you play the games. That's why you play the games. They outplayed us, and there's no other spin to it. I believe blue, this is a Dodger game. Finna win the World Series and another ring. That team over there outplayed us. Everybody doubted us, and now here we are, reflecting bright like a mother. You know, I just really don't know what to say. Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. The last two years, we've got outplayed in the postseason. 2-2 pitch. Hit in the air to left. Gurriel is there. The Arizona Diamondbacks sweep the Dodgers and head for the LCS. Quite an evening last night uh, in the game of baseball, my friends. You heard the quotes from uh, Oral Hershiser, the cancel the parade. No, that was Joe Davis. He said, that's why you play the games. Oral Hershiser. I hope he's having a great morning. That, of course, was a comment made about the Padres yeah. after one game, one game of the season this year. Yeah. You guys and- like you guys like Oral? No. <laughs> Depending on how you spell it. Um, the I'm not a fan. You know, of I mean, I mean, you know, he, he ended up being right about you know the Padres and the hype and overhyped baseball team. But then again, that comes back to roost in your own hen house uh, later in the year as well. And I don't think he was thinking about that at the time. Yeah, I don't think he was either. Yeah, I don't think really any of them think about the things that they say. I, I watched a, a clip this morning with Dylan Hernandez and. Bill Plaschke and did a little round table before the playoffs and Plaschke said, Oh, it's gonna be a sweep. And then Dylan said, I mean, good for the good for the little good for the little Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, you know, again, you'd think you'd learn. You think you would learn just a little bit of humility. I don't, I don't mind, you know, his prediction of the Dodgers winning the World Series was was pretty bold considering, you know, the other teams that were going up against the Dodgers in the playoffs, I never thought that they were 
even with 100 wins, overwhelming favorites or even favorites really going into the postseason. The Braves looked like the favorites, but you knew the Phillies were going to be really tough. Yeah, it was a surprise that they lost to the Diamondbacks in the first round, but even if they had beaten the Diamondbacks, I don't know that anyone nationally were going to say, oh, Dodgers are going to roll past the Braves or the Phillies yeah, in the 100%. NLCS. That was going to be really tough, and then... You know, you get the the Astros again or another team in the, in the World Series. It was always an uphill climb a bit. So it was a rather bold prediction to say this is the year they're going to win it after they've had, you know, so little playoff success in other years. With better with better pitching and, and things like that. But it yeah. really comes back to look foolish when you predict a World Series title and then three days later after three losses, the team is completely out of the playoffs. Magic Johnson uh, had a tweet this morning, Ben, that I think gives a little bit more insight to uh, the the failures and struggles of the Dodgers. It says this, we're all disappointed that our Dodgers didn't hit or pitch well. That's why we lost the series to the Diamondbacks. Okay. I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's never wrong. No, he's really really (laughs) never he's really never wrong. Right? This is he's just very surface level in his analysis. Yeah, that's exactly right. Sometimes sometimes level. we get too deep in analysis. We can. Maybe we can oh. learn a lesson from magic. You're just say hey, we didn't hit well, we didn't pitch just, well. You know, the obvious answer is oftentimes the correct answer. That's right. And he their bullpen pitched really well. It wasn't well. about layoffs. It wasn't about uh, you know anything other than the fact that they didn't hit well and they didn't pitch well in the series. That's right. And I, I again, I did it earlier in the show. I will give uh, credit to Freddie Freeman. Uh, interviewed right after the game, and he said it's not the layoff. It's us. I mean, you know, it's 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 not the layoff. We didn't get the job done. Mookie Betts, when asked the same question, said no comment. Are they going to complain about the playoff format in Texas when the Rangers now have four days off between? The end of the division series and the start of the ALCS because depends they, on obviously how the first game they goes swept to see quickly. If they, can play if, or not. they, if they lose all that momentum, they've been playing so well, and they come and lose to the Astros in Game One in Houston. Are they going to say, "Oh, that wasn't fair"? I mean, you know, they scheduled our games. We were the first series, and we swept, and then we had to wait four days. That's one day fewer than the Dodgers had to wait to start. They played on Sunday. And then they played Saturday. They had five days off before the start of their division series. The Rangers will have four days off between their series. Any, is that is that going to be the narrative in the yeah, ALCS? I mean, look, anytime you're a hundred game winner and you can draw a six seed in the playoffs, that's what you you wish for, right? That's what you want. And and again, I don't want to I don't want to belabor this point every freaking day, but I don't want to be a hypocrite either. I would if the Padres came in and they were inter- interviewing. Um, anybody name somebody on the team, and they said, "Well, this layoff is killing us." I would roast them, roast them, and if we came out flat and got swept, I would be roasting the Padres today, roasting them. I'd like the Padres to have that chance just once ever w- to have it, a layoff. And wouldn't it be nice to host game yeah, one of a division great? series? I mean, I kind of take what what I get after that, and and I just I feel like that's even more of a reason to look at your team and go. It's not the layoff. It's them. It's 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 the guys. Like there are a, there is a way you can prepare, and there is a way that you can't prepare. And then it, some teams are doing it, and you know, I just you just got outplayed. You got beat. You got beaten every every single facet of the game. Um, you kicked the ball around a little bit too. And you know you let you let the Diamondbacks come out and put really good swings on some really bad pitches. Do you think that the Astros really do prepare differently though? I I've not noticed 
many teams that completely do anything different for they, October. Yeah, when they they the season's over, and then they do. Well, I mean, we don't they'll really do some, they'll do some batting really practice. Know. They'll take some infield. They'll take some fly balls. So I mean, we don't really know for sure. But here's here's what Justin Verlander said. He was asked about it again last night. Chandler Rome says, "I feel like I've asked the same question over and over the last two Octobers." What allows the Astros to keep doing this despite so much turnover, right? And I think that can be said of the Padres have a lot of turnover. The Dodgers had a lot of new players this year, so I think it's it's applicable. Justin Verlander says, quote, There's been a culture established here that hasn't faded away. It's still very present, and that's a testament to the guys that were here before and the guys that remain here and the guys that are leaders of this ball club. They don't allow slacking off, but they do it in a respectful manner. They expect the best of everyone because they're giving their best every single day. What a great way to lead by example. I think our culture is something not tangible. Funny that for one of the most analytic forward teams in baseball, something that makes this team so special is something that's not measurable. I think that... And that drives logical people like yourself crazy. Uh, no, I think that culture and accountability, that accountability is what it's he's really massive. talking about. Yeah, it's massive. Is very important in a 162-game regular season because it's hard to maintain focus and drive over months and months. I have less of a... I have less of an easy time believing that when you're about to play a playoff series, you know you're going on national television under the lights, the defining games of your career. Really, you will be remembered for what happens in these next games. And Almost I, more so than I, anything else. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that Yeah, the Astros have a good culture. The Dodgers, they went into it, eh, whatever. I mean, they, every baseball player goes into those series knowing how important those games are trying to prepare the best they can, put themselves in the best headspace, the best whatever they think is going to get them ready for those games. There's and, no and, one and slacking. There's no culture of, oh, you know what, let's um, let's all just take the next few days off and not think about baseball. Whatever they, whatever they do, they're doing it to try to get ready for those games. Well, they're, you know, the, the report came out last year with the Dodgers specifically. They didn't take BP at Petco Park. Uh, the report came out this year. They had an optional workout. Because they, they, they thought that there. that was what would prepare them best for, sure. the, for, yeah, the, it, for the playoffs. Right. You know, that's that was not some, we're just so lazy that we can't even be bothered to do batting practice. We know batting practice would be the best for our team. It's not lazy, we, Ben. Well, it's hubris. It's, not. it's hubris. That's what it is. No. Yeah, I, it is. I, well. It's absolutely hubris. I, don't th- I think that they had had so much lack of success in the playoffs, probably doing the batting practice and things, that they decided Come on. maybe we're going to do need to stop worrying about it so much and try a different method. That's when you get in your head like that. That's when you're really spun out. Sure. And there's you're there's, doing things out of the ordinary because you haven't had success with the ordinary. So then you go and try something unorthodox. And now you're really now you're really feeling because now you're out of sorts and you're, it's even worse sometimes. Yeah, I mean, look, their their stars didn't hit at all. It's not a good look when you go one for twenty one when you're those two guys specifically. You got nothing from your starting pitching. You got how many innings total? Six in three games, something like that. You got uh, they the fourteen outs is what they recorded. My God, you're not going to win any. Mookie like and Freddie had twenty outs at the plate. It's like throwing Clev out there for just game after game yeah. after game after game. It's, it's brutal, just brutal. So, um, yeah, you know, and, and again, the culture. Mookie talked about it, told you about the podcast I listened to, and him and JD said, oh, man, this ain't Boston. You know, in Boston, in L.A., they let you, you lose one, and they let you get right back after it. That's in his, that's his perspective, an actual player saying, 
they expected more in Boston, and we delivered more in Boston. That he's saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not making stuff but, up. And JD Martinez goes, yeah. But agreed. is there is there any doubt that the Dodgers have a really good regular season culture? None. None, None whatsoever. At all. Zero. <laughs> I don't know what happens in in when the the calendar flips, but you know, again, three hundred. 17 wins. And, and no one will doubt, no one will deny the regular season is much harder to do that in oh, for 162 games. No doubt. So the Dodgers have mastered the most difficult part of baseball. Well, and I brought this up earlier. I said, doesn't it just go to show you that for all, for as worked up as we get about regular season games, and I think you have an absolute right to do it, and I'm going to probably do it a lot more next year, whew, get to the dance. Get to the dance, get to the dance healthy, and let the chips fall where they may. I mean, truly, like it just—it's showing you year after year after year. Maybe you're not challenged enough in the regular season towards the end, and you run away with your division. Uh, maybe you are challenged and you're exhausted. I mean, there's a million different excuses other than we didn't get the job done. We got to play Philly better. Wins tonight. You're gonna have two uh, wild card teams yep. once again yeah. in the LCS. Which I just I don't look at that and it doesn't bum me out. It makes me I'm like that's yeah. badass. Is, is there anyone on the Diamondbacks who would have said, yeah, you know what? We just need to get to the playoffs and then rely on solo home runs to get the job done. <laughs> they were in the bottom half of power this season. They're yeah, not they a like, whole. Not a home run hitting team. That's not what got them to the dance. That's not what they did. So if they had said, yeah, if you don't hit a bunch of home runs against the Dodgers, you're probably going home. I would think honestly, they said, then we're probably going home. Yeah, probably going home. If that's what we need to do to win this series, that's not good news for the Arizona Diamondbacks. They didn't manufacture a single run yet. No. Did they even have a hit with runners in scoring? No. Four home runs. I don't think they did. They even have an at bat with a runner in scoring (laughs) position yesterday. I need to check. I, I need to look this up now. All right. So yesterday's box score. The Arizona Diamondbacks, who swept the L.A. Dodgers, went with runners in scoring position 0 for 5 yesterday with runners in scoring position. Not a single clutch knock, not many opportunities. The team that was all about, you know, the small ball, the Torrey Lovello, you know, Corbin Carroll speed, stolen bases. Uh, They did have one stolen base from Corbin Carroll. Didn't result in a run, obviously. This is not how the Diamondbacks won games. It's not at all, but it's the playoffs, and they, they won the game, and they found a way to do it with history, with four home runs in an inning. Never going to plan for that. Never going to predict that. You can't, you can't forecast that. You can't prepare for that. You just go out and you react to the game as it's unfolding. And now they had a lead, and the Dodgers came back. They had a couple chances, by the way, in that game. There was the one drive by Chris Taylor. Taylor, yeah, into the, into the right center field gap. You know, they said on the broadcast, wrong part of the ballpark. You absolutely got all of that one, but wrong for Chase Field. Barreled that's it, where you don't want to that's put it. That's the last place you want to hit it. That ball is out at Dodger Stadium, no question. They did a, a thing this morning. It's out at most most ballparks. Um, you know, listen, it's not your year again. You, you know, again, it, you get to that that postseason, and I don't know what happens. I thought last night, you know, for as good as Dave was managing the night before, I thought he was terrible last night. And I, I don't know how you allow Lance Lynn to give up four home runs in an inning. I know it happened fast. I heard his explanation. He had said before, I'm managing, you know, game two like it's game seven, and I'm going to do the same for game three. And he did. He absolutely did in game two. And you saw Tori Lavulo last night when Fott gives up a double. He's like, that's it. You're done. You see, I mean, he's cruising. And, and Kane they, guys. They didn't have anybody in the pen, did they? Who? Uh, the Dodgers, when Lynn was giving up no, those bombs. No. So, I mean, 
what, after the second one? That's when you're probably like... Panicked. All right. That's when they but, got but Ferguson up. Fer- I think Ferguson after the, got the up. second home run, he got up. I mean, it just happened so fast. And then so after fast. the third home run, they took... Uh, after the fourth home run, they took him out. Fourth home run, they took him out, yeah. I don't know. that He maybe wasn't ready. I, I mean, they happened pretty fast. I just... I feel like... Uh, it wasn't like a long, drawn-out inning with a bunch of mound visits and everything. It was home run... Out, home run, out, home run, home run. Yeah, like the yeah. twenty minute delay to decide if uh, the one home run was pretty, pretty good time to have a guy ready to go yeah. there. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you could have pulled him in the middle of the at bat there. I guess you know he would have been. I mean, he obviously was ready after that delay. Yeah. Did anyone think? So they called it a home run initially yeah. from Gabby Moreno, and then the umpires got together and changed the ruling before they went to New York for the replay to confirm. They never. Obviously, the ball passed behind the it foul did. pole. It was a foul ball. But was there ever a thought? I saw it, and that it might have ticked it and changed directions on the way down. I, I didn't. They see didn't have it close an. Ang- they didn't have a good angle that showed high I think up. I know where, what you're talking about I because feel like it I did almost looked like one that. of the angles. It looked like it was going. It like started going right more. Like it might have ticked off the foul yeah. pole, but it was not clear. I just wonder if they had ruled it a home run, could they have definitively overruled it and said for sure that didn't tick off the foul pole. But then they changed it and they called it a foul ball. And so. then this SOB comes up and on the next yeah, pitch, pitch and hits one and flips his bat twenty feet in the air. It was uh, it was comedy at that point. You're like, this is unreal. I can't believe I got what I just saw. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the and and their bullpen was fantastic this series. They just weren't deployed, I guess, enough uh, to to keep them in games. And they didn't hit so. Bad combo. All right, we got more smart baseball coming up with uh, Eno Saris at eight thirty-five. Stay tuned for that. I think today's one matchup very interesting. I mean, I'm surprised by what Paulie told me a few minutes ago when he said, "Who's the favorite in the game tonight?" We heard what Jesse Rogers had to say. Talk about that coming up with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three. The fan back after traffic. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tower 97 through the fan is brought to you by BalancePro.org. Are you worried about the rising cost of managing your home expenses? Balance can help you decide if a refinance is right for you. Help you avoid predatory lending. Call to schedule an appointment at 1-888-456-2227 or visit BalancePro.org. All right, so... Oh, you're uh, you standing up. I'm going right? to stand, yeah. My, my back has been a little off on the... So I just sit too much, so I'm going to stand. Does it bother you? Are you going to have trouble? No, I don't think paying so. Attention Paul, to is it here? weird? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's got his reporter stance, the wide well, power I can't, stance. I the can't power the, stance. I would stand completely up, but the microphone doesn't go any taller. And if I stand up like this, I don't think I'm going to sound that good. No, it sounds different. So I have to, I have to get into the wide power stance, stance just so okay. I can talk into the microphone. Whatever but, makes you more comfortable. That's yeah, what I'm just I more want comfortable for you. standing, at least okay. for a segment. They say you know you got to mix it up a little bit. And sitting for four hours is just not working for me That's right true. now. That's true. So I've, I've got to imagine. We talked about it after game one when the Phillies went with Ranger Suarez but on a very short you know, leash and then went to their high-octane bullpen one at a time to beat the Atlanta Braves. And remember, Rob Thompson, you, you hailed his brilliant strategy of not telling Ranger Suarez what the deal was going to be. You can't the only one he told, by the way. He told every other he told pitcher, everybody else, everybody else, Ranger. the catcher, catcher the, the, infield. the infield. You can't really do that again, though. Correct. Because Ranger, even if you don't say anything, Ranger, I wonder if they're going to pull me again after two or three innings. <laughs> you kind of have to be up front with him this time. Hey, it's your game, bud. Yeah, like it's you yours. Have, you have to. I'll, I'll pull you when I feel I need to. Yeah. I mean, you can lie to him and go, hey, I know uh, we pulled you early last he time. Knows this he's time, on a short leash. This time, though, you know, we want to get five or six out of you, and then you still pull him after two. Well, it begs the, I don't know. It begs but. the bigger question. If you're Rob Thompson, you're, you are Rob Thompson today, and you're going up against Spencer Strider, and you've got Zach Wheeler ready tomorrow. The next uh, game would uh, no, it'd be a day off tomorrow. And day then, off tomorrow, Saturday. Saturday. Well, that's why you've got your bullpen because you didn't need your high-end relievers uh-huh. yesterday because you won by so much. Right. you got a day off tomorrow. You've got every single one of your best relievers ready to go, one after another. If you want to try to end the series at home, which I imagine you do, and I, you don't want to go back to Atlanta. Do you Game 7 this thing I tonight? I Game 7 it again. If you're Rob Thompson. Like, just like I did in Game 1. Yep. I go with that same strategy, and it's going to be whatever you think you need to get out of Ranger Suarez with like three innings and then – you're going with your high leverage relievers the rest of the way to try to hopefully you hopefully get a lead early. I'd imagine that's the strategy. The it, it's tough because it's really hard to plot for a lead. Yeah, again, the Braves have good pitching too, so it's hard to 
plan for a lead, but especially against Spencer Strider. Now, you did get to him for only two runs. I mean, he pitched really, really well in game one. So, oh, you never, ever want to take the next game for granted, right? You never, ever want to say you're never going to punt in a postseason game. You Never. With the day off, I think that changes a lot. And I think you can absolutely say, I'm managing this like I, there is no tomorrow. Well, and I think, you know, you have in the back of your mind that there is a tomorrow and the next day. But you but don't want to have to go to Atlanta. You don't. And, and you really, want to win you, it. You, you don't want to burn Wheeler because if you use him in game five, right. he won't be available at least for game one, if not maybe until game three of the NLCS. So, you know, I think you absolutely, with the day off tomorrow, you manage this one like it's a game seven if you're the Philadelphia Phillies. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. What's, what's the penalty? You, you have to. Hey, we used all our relievers. They cool. get a day, you have day off, off tomorrow. You're yep. fine. They could come and back. Zach Wheeler, so. They could come back in game five if they had to anyway. So there's really no reason not to if you're the Philadelphia Phillies. If you think that's the best way to win, you absolutely just empty and unload your bullpen and you know, try to shut down the Braves like you did in game one. And yep. the Braves are you know, they hope that the fact that, you know, well, we've seen them now, you know, the more times you see them, the the more Pitches they throw, the less effective they'll be. That they, you hope the results are a little bit different this time, and all it, you're trying to do is get the game back to Atlanta for Game Five. It, it helped them so much last night to not have to use Alvarado and and all their high leverage guys. I mean, again, it's another day of rest for them, and I expect a, a massive. And I'm sure Ranger knows in the back of his head, despite what Rob is going to say to him today. Yeah, man, I'm I basically even if I'm perfect through three innings, there's still a decent chance they pull me. Right, because with six innings left, with the guys down there that that have the filthiest stuff, now will he stuff, be less effective knowing that's in the back of his head correct. when it wasn't there in game one? That's the beautiful thing about the chess match of baseball. The managers are now scheming, you know, planning for those those moves. What do we do if this happens? What do we do if this happens? Plan your lineup around it. Do whatever you have to do. Um, again, what a what a heavyweight bout we're, we're we get to see today. But Jesse Rogers, who we had on, thought. I, I, he likes the Phillies tonight, but Paulie said you know, the odds makers still favor the Braves yeah. in this game, which surprised me a little bit. Yeah, yeah they've got yeah, the better. Phillies are getting spotted at a run and a half. They got and... the better starting pitching, obviously, in Spencer Strider, but you've already beaten him once and you did it on the road. Now you got him at home. Why would you think the result would be different in the Braves' favor? In that game. I think that's kind of crazy. If I was a betting man, which I'd go with the Phillies I tonight. think you just make the odds on the starting pitcher. And when you look at the starting pitchers, you say, well, yeah, Spencer Strider is is a, a safer bet. If you're the odds yeah. maker, he's a safer bet to, if, to have if long. If that you was know. true, the team with the best rotation would just win this World Series every year. Sure. But they don't. They don't. That's not how it works. There's a lot of other elements to the fans. game. Yeah, ask Braves fans how that works. <laughs> that are involved in baseball, especially in the postseason. Right. Especially in the postseason. I don't mind this. You get minus 135, meaning 135 bucks wins you 100. You get a run and a half if for the Phillies at home. I'm looking at that going, what, what don't I know? What am I missing here? <laughs> Harper hurt? Yeah, usually it's a much higher number. It's like 150, 175 yeah, I, even. I'm not the one to give gambling advice, but it seems like an opportunity to me. Yeah. That you've got a chance to take the Phillies team at home coming off that. Getting a run and a half and only cost you 135 or, to you know, Or getting a plus number and getting more for your money. Just a thought. All right, Eno Saris. Which one would you take? The plus 130 or the I, I take minus just, 135? I take the money line. Okay, you would take the win money line. straight up. Straight up to win. win more money. Yeah. Okay. Because you're you're in the in the playoffs. Yeah. You're, you're, this is about winning and losing. It's all I about agree. winning and losing. 
right, Eno Saris is uh, up next with his weekly Smart Baseball segment. Get his thoughts on the playoffs and what he's seen analytically as well. That's coming up next with Ben Wood, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 to fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, man. Baseball's complicated. It's like way too, it's gotten way too complicated. I it mean, really has. Uh, we love Eno Saris. Oh, so and, much. And he, he explains it to us so well. He's coming up here after traffic, but it's not like Eno keeps it simple either. That's I mean, true. You know, Eno's pretty advanced when it comes to baseball talk. Uh, we need a little bit of that right now, though. Uh, we're going to talk about Eno's thoughts on the playoffs, get his perspective right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. It's time for the super polished, just to be named Smart Baseball Weekly segment with Eno Harris. Saris, son of a bitch. Hold on. Remix. Brought to you by Seven Mile Casino, just seven minutes from the ballpark by the Bay in Chula Vista. Here's Eno Saris with Ben and Woods on 97.3, the fan. I saw that people send Eno Saris beer as a thank you for helping them win their fantasy baseball leagues. Is that true, Eno? Yes, I have. I have so much beer in my beer fridge right now, and it's from <laughs> Connecticut and North Dakota, and you know Philadelphia. It's great. I, uh, how, what are you? What are your services? Because I'm finishing uh, <laughs> middle of the pack to bottom every year. It's an expensive league. It's a keeper league. May I hit you up? Uh, oh, for the right 100%. amount of beer. Oh, thank 100%. God. Thank 100%. God. It's over. It's, one anybody who sends me beer actually, uh, you know, has an open DM, open text, uh, you know, uh, conciliary. Conciliary, uh, okay. Status. Will you draft yeah. for me in my home? Uh, if I fly you <laughs> down, <laughs> you can't. We don't do it live or anything, so. You have a GM of your fantasy team. You're the owner. I just sit. Here's Eno Saris is my GM. He'll yeah. be doing all my drafting Walking for my around my, team. my office smoking cigarettes, watching <laughs> Eno do my draft. <laughs> President of fantasy baseball. Oh, yeah, I would literally do anything. I would do anything. To, to, yeah, president of baseball ops for the uh, Woodsy's <laughs> awful baseball team. Eno, thanks for joining us, man. These playoffs. I, I'm, I'm weird in that 
I'm seeing a lot of, and I don't know, I don't know if it's casual fans or whatever, but I'm seeing a lot of people going, man, these playoffs suck. These games are blowouts. I happen to love them all. I, I just, I, when the playoffs get here, I like seeing a, a team get drubbed from time to time. I'm not just talking about the Dodgers. <laughs> I do like seeing, <laughs> yeah. I like seeing the foot on the throat, how the bullpens are deployed, how it sets up maybe the next game. It's never a bad game for me. If it's 14 to 1, I'm still into it. I'm just mad that the series have been short, so we just yeah. had fewer games. That's true. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, I wanted I wanted more game fives, uh, but it, it's been. I think you know the 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 playoff level is so great. I mean, there's different ways you can say it, but you know the average fastball is like a, a mile per hour faster in the postseason than it is in the regular season. Um, you know, everything is just dialed up a notch, and you know you can tell everybody's amped to be up there. I believe you talked last week about liking the Phillies because of their bullpen, and I, and I don't think I gave it enough credence at the time. Obviously, a, a good bullpen is always something you want to have in baseball. You want to hold on to late leads. You want to keep close games close, shut down guys in big situations. But is that really now a postseason hack, given the off days, given how they used Rangers Suarez in Game 1 and the rest of their bullpen, what we'll probably see again tonight is that the new postseason hack just based on the off days that are built in that you can go back to your highest leverage relievers over and over again and they become essentially much more effective in the playoffs because you can't use them like that in the regular season? Yeah, yeah, but it takes a little bit of luck, too. I mean, you just look at the different injuries that that same Phillies bullpen has had. If you timed them differently, like say they all had the same injuries that they had during the season in September or October, uh, there'd be half that bullpen out there, you know? So um, there's a little bit of luck about who's healthy at the right time. But uh, I mean, one, one way that they, you know, kind of outdesigned uh, luck was they got eight guys that could throw 98, you know, and seven of them are healthy. So you know, they kind of, uh, did that? They kind of thought of that ahead of time. This is also amazing because people think that uh, Dave Dombrowski, the the head guy at the Phillies, that he that he doesn't care about bullpens and that he never built a good bullpen. This is the best bullpen he's ever built. Um, so I think that means meaningful because that means oh he's taking care of everything else. I mean, you look at that lineup; it's good. They've improved the defense. All that other stuff is good, but this is the best bullpen he's ever had. Well, in if he doesn't care about bullpens can we get someone here to not care about bullpens so that we have a bullpen that looks like that because uh, again and this is and you you'll you'll know the answer to this too we we talked to Kyle Bodie about it uh we talked about Velo and we always do and it certainly is sexy man and it sure feels good knowing you know Soto and Alvarado's coming in and or or yeah. Duran for the Twins i mean you, there's a sense of calm that you have the Padres don't really have that Suarez throws hard. He you know he gets it up there. Ray Kerr throws throws pretty hard. Um, I was going to say Kerr is Kerr is the first example yeah. of because some of those guys on on the Phillies were homegrown, and so they've got this guy Kirkering who just through like just went through the the minors in one year. And uh, if you have good player development, like you can take these guys and be like, ah, you know, you're not a starter. Let's see how many you know ticks you get in the bullpen. Let's the change your slider. Boom! Hey, you're you're ready. Just go to the big leagues. Like, why are we? Who cares? A double A, whatever. Like, you're a reliever. I'm not waiting to deliver. I'm not waiting for a third pitch or anything. You know? Yeah. So uh, I'd rather have you up there when you're young and throwing hard. So 
there's some some player development philosophy at play. There's just, just some player development quality. But you know, they they created a situation there where they can identify relievers. Sir Anthony Dominguez. Uh, you know, they can also acquire them and then they can also pay them. So, you know, it's not like a silver bullet where, oh, this is the thing you need to do. I mean, they paid $10 billion for Craig Kimbrell and, you know, they traded for Soto, they traded for Alvarado, and they add some guys their own. Then again, the Rangers have a dismal bullpen and did all season. During the regular season, <laughs> asterisk. <laughs> and yet, uh, here they are looking as uh, solid as any playoff team. You know, it's it's never quite as... Cut and dry as, as it seems, I think. Well, I think our brains really want to make sense of things like this. Yes. Uh, we see the playoffs and we want to say, like I write, a, I try to write a piece every year that's like, what do we learn from the playoffs? But I can tell you right now what we learn from the playoffs every year. It's nothing. Don't learn anything from the playoffs. I saw, I saw this thing. So, you know, 80% of the time, the better team uh, goes forward in basketball in a postseason series, right? So in basketball, 80% of the time, the better team advances. To match that, to match that, that 80% of the better team, better team advances in baseball, we'd have to have a best of 75 series. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Let's do it. I'm not going to complain. It might be a little bit taxing on the bullpens after a while. But Padres Dodgers. Imagine, imagine that 38 game sweep. My God, they're going for the 38 no sweep of the series. 37. We still have a shot. Yeah, we're done. We're only down 37 games to none. We're not out of this thing yet. God, man. Well, all right. So let me ask you this. With, with that being said, when you are a GM of a team and you're maybe watching the Phillies or you're watching uh, how how Tory Lavello is is impl- deploying his bullpen and some of the pieces that are down in there, does it not give you some pause to say maybe I shouldn't go for the guy that's throwing ninety one? Maybe I should really, and I'm sure all teams do. It's not like AJ Preller's scared of velocity, you know, and I don't think right, any right, any right. teams are. Does it give GMs the like? Is that a bad thing if a GM watches? Goes, well, we're going to have to build our bullpen like the Phillies now. And I mean, how, inherently, how is that a bad thing? Yeah, no, it's not bad. But I mean, um, I think it, it can be bad if you uh, learn. There are there are wrong lessons to learn. I I don't know. Uh, you know, there are teams that uh, spend a lot of money and don't make the playoffs, right? And then there's teams that that don't spend a lot of money. And don't make it far in the playoffs. Yeah. So the people like want to learn a lot about spending money, whereas, you know, I think there's, there's, it's not the tightest correlation in the world, but there is a correlation between spending money and getting better. So just, you know, hew close to that. And, you know, the quality of bullpens. Yeah, I mean, during the season, the, 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 how good your bullpen is probably has less of a correlation with how well you do than during the postseason. I, I could believe that. I haven't seen that proven in the numbers but if you think about how a season goes your offense and your starting pitching just affect so many more plate appearances you know what i mean that you think okay you know that's something that we could care about a little bit more in the postseason but um i just generally there's so much chaos when i i've done correlations where i like looked at all the different numbers and looked at them for the regular season and looked at them for the postseason and Almost no numbers correlated with postseason success. Amazing. Like I couldn't find a number that 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 correlated. So it's just to me, it's a big crapshoot. What you want to do is you want to get in, and I know a lot of people in LA are upset right now. And 
I've even seen some posts about trading Mookie back. Oh, I've seen those too. <laughs> and firing Which, Dave Roberts. Uh, yeah, trade Mookie Betts to my team. Um, I will take him. Dave Roberts, Dave Roberts is the winningest uh, manager in the history of baseball. So, you know, that's, that's something to consider. Uh, it's not like, you know, the biggest sample. I mean, there are guys like, in terms of winning percentage, right, there are guys like Shane Mack and all these, you know, all those guys, the Connie Mack, I mean, all those guys that like, you know, won a lot more games. But do you think Dave Roberts is the problem in L.A.? Like, I don't know. They get to the postseason every year. They won one. Maybe they should have won a second. But this year didn't really look like the year. Clayton Kershaw was throwing 89 miles an hour. They'd lost half of their starting rotation. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't think the Dodgers were going to win it all this year. Connie Mack wouldn't have sounded as cool if his name was Shane Mack. Shane Mack was an outfielder (laughs) for the Padres. Yeah. I I remember Shane Mack. They might. Who knows? They didn't look that similar, I don't think. That was a mistake. Sorry, that's okay. So, okay, I, I get it. And if I'm Dave Roberts, I'm I'm loving Eno Saris right now because it pretty much absolves me. It's the playoffs. We learn nothing. How can we ever get better? Because there's nothing we can learn from playoff failures. You do your best. Oh, no, we, wait, wait. What? Uh, I mean, you could make a better team. Okay, fine. Not, I mean, yes, the Dodgers I'm weren't a perfect you can't team. Make a better team. The Dodgers yeah. weren't a perfect team. Are so what what explains then the Astros getting to seven straight ALCSs? Shouldn't uh, a little randomness come into play at some point? And how come they haven't gotten knocked out one of these years uh, over the last seven randomly because the baseball postseason is, as you say, doesn't always reward the best teams? Well, I mean, there, there's people who say they didn't win the World Series a bunch of times. Yeah. There's people who tell me they're not a dynasty. You know, I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, dude. It's about as close as you're going to get in baseball. Um. I don't know. I mean, for me, and this is interesting because they, the, the Astros are like, right now they like fired a guy, an AGM that was, um, you know, in player development. They fired their director of player development. They seem to think that there's some problem in player development. But if you ask me what the Astros do well, I would tell you they do everything well. They scout well. They sign well. They prepare for games like nobody else, I think. Um, and uh, they develop well. And, you know, people are a little bit annoyed at some of um, Dusty Baker's moves. He played Dubon, and he said something. He played Dubon over Chaz McCormick, and he said that Chaz McCormick was struggling, but Chaz had, like, two hits in the first two games. And yeah. People are like, I don't know what he's talking about. And, you know, he, he makes little weird decisions here or there, but I tend to think a lot of, like I said, about the playoffs being so random, I tend to think a lot of those, the importance of a lot of those decisions are overblown. And so, you know, Dusty, on the other hand, is just a really steady guy that people like, you know. It's players play and for him. Yeah, it's players play for I him, too. I think that's really important. Yeah, it's like, do I like my manager? Do I like my work environment? That's that's what I think managers are most important about. And so, you know, I think that they even manage well, even even if it's not quite the same type of manager you'd expect for a team that's so analytically uh, based as they are, but... I don't know. They do everything well. Tim in our chat made me laugh. He says they trash can well. They did. They trash can well. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it, Eno. Before we let you go on on PBS Frontline, the the documentary they did. I just watched it uh, about the Astros. It's incredible. 
Uh, no, I it's called. Yet. I think it's called the Bleeding Edge or the Edge, something yeah. like that. Oh my God, it is. Ben Ryder uh, is the you know he wrote the book and then oh that's right <laughs> he yeah. hosted it and there's a bunch of bunch of smart people on there, a bunch of Ben and Woods guests as well. Uh, it's a really interesting and fascinating watch about what teams will do to get that extra edge and and uh, it's it's pretty staggering. It's a good watch. I think you'd like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're ruthless. I mean, it's it's not all positive, but they're, yeah. they're ruthless in a way that wins games. Last thing, quickly, because we were talking about it and we never really got to it, but the, the correlation between home runs and playoff success, any success. Uh, playoffs. Playoffs particular. I mean, obviously, you hit home runs. That's a good thing because you score, and scoring helps you win. But can you explain it to us kind of, you know, beyond just the obvious, why that's always true? Um, hmm. I would say this, uh, if you're projecting a player, like if you're looking at a player and you're trying to say what he's going to do in the future, um, the hardest thing to project are singles. Singles are chaos. Singles are bounces and little things and yeah, got past the guy, you know, bleeders got past the guy. Singles sometimes go like 30 miles an hour off the bat, yeah. you know? Um, so singles are the most, are the most difficult thing to project. The easiest thing to project, homers. And so, you know, what you have here is a repeatable skill that you know you can depend on, that hit the players that hit homers hit homers. The teams that uh, score the most off of homers in the regular season retain more of their offense in the postseason. The teams that live by the homer live, retain more of their offense in the postseason because their homer guys hit homers. Um, and, you know, there's not – there are asterisks to it. You know, the Twins – were the most sort of homer strikeouty team, and you kind of saw that even as they went down in the end, that uh, they can be pitched to, and they struck out, and they they did hit homers, but they didn't hit enough. Uh, but generally, homers are the the thing that that sort of baseball's north star. That's why we're seeing so many of them. That's why teams uh, optimize for them, and why they care about them, and why they matter so much in the postseason. I think teams are like. This postseason are like twenty two and one if they out homer their opponents. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's a perfect explanation. You know, thank that's you. Perfect. That was perfect. Thank that you, was perfect. Friend. It was great chatting with you. Enjoy the uh, yeah. the games. We'll uh, catch up to you during the LCSs next week. All right, thanks. Man. There he is. You know, Sarah's from the Athletic. It's weird. Uh, it's weird because as my playing baseball most of my life, and you could always predict a single. For me, that was as much as you could predict. <laughs> it's all you had. <laughs> there was no, uh, there was nothing else in the tank. Really. You know, and all of our guests appearing on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Paulie's got a Rindle report. We still have Levi Weaver to talk about the Rangers, Rangers Astros ALCS coming up as well. Great show today so far on 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 